0: This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Welcome to the show that gives you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. let select start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah. Folks in Philly, I hope you are having a great and safe time wherever you are. Uh, there, If if you haven't heard already, uh, there's been a huge situation, a, a hostage negotiation uh, or hostage situation uh, that went on for like eight hours uh, last night here in Philadelphia. And uh, it's been crazy. A uh, guy named Maurice Hill just you know just this guy took out two cops didn't kill him but he took out two cops that was trying to have a warrant for his arrest and you know for narcotics and all of a sudden he uh, shoots those two he holds them in a house and then you know he shoots six others cops that were you know trying to negotiate with him and he's shooting hundreds of rounds and out in the street of North Philly and it's just insane that this is still happening I'm not you know what's even worse is that upon hearing about this information I was jaded I wasn't scared I wasn't excited I wasn't anything I was just jaded because it happens way too often we just had the mass shootings just uh just not too long ago and it just happens way too often and the only thing I probably should be shocked at or I will be shocked at is if we actually do something about it I don't know what's going to be, what is, what is this is going to lead to or how this is going to be settled or handled but you know color it any way you want something has to be changed something has to be worked on something has to be done in order to make sure that people don't have get these type of weapons in their hands I, to me any weapons like uh, just the, any 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 firearm weapons to me is just like that you don't need to have to me that's just like what what's the point what's the point but that's just me uh some people just you know once they get they get the grip in their hand it's like a whole new ideology takes over them you know for their protection and rights to have it and such and you know they don't see what we see out of it a lot of times so it's it's an interesting thing it's an interesting thing and it's i feel like it's something that will never be solved unfortunately uh at least not in our timeline but here nor there thoughts and prayers to the uh officers that were injured in that whole entire situation is about six actually more than six um were injured during the uh process of that and uh thank god there was a bunch of kids also that actually uh in a daycare center that thank goodness they were able to remove them out of that facility and have them in a safety uh of a Another area a facility where the parents can get them it's just, I, if I'm not a parent but I would be absolutely frightened as hell by that but you know I'm glad everything finally turned out okay and everything is now they got the guy and uh, we'll see but something has to be done something absolutely has to be done but I digress I don't want st- to forgive me if I started just on a sombre note but this just, just it, I had to really say something it's just it, it's just an, it's just unreal but This is a show about video games, and video games is what we will talk about. So this episode, we will be reviewing a game that I finally decided I wanted to jump onto, and I meant to do it when when it first came out, but I'm going to do it this one, and that is NBA 2K Playground 2 and there's a lot of cool things to talk about that. So we'll talk about that in our final stage review there, uh, along with some other things uh, that came out as well and some other news. But I would want to say, uh, give a shout-out to a friend of mine who actually, uh, my friend Pat, he actually, uh, his birthday came by. I, you know, decided to take him out and um, celebrate with him. You know, I don't get a chance to do so all the time, but because of my schedule and everything, but, uh, you know, when it does, is always good. I just... Pat was my brother when I, when my brothers weren't around, when my family weren't around, he helped technically raise me. And, you know, I could never thank him enough. Um, So I try to do things every once in a while to say thank you to him. But in return, he also does things for me and it gets on my nerves because it's like, let me be the one to look out for you for once. So the reason why I'm bringing this up is because he, while I looked out for him for his birthday, he gifted me and he gifted me with a... "Quote unquote modded Nintendo Classic, which you know is probably not a Nintendo Classic, um, but it has the shell, it has the hard case and shell of the uh, deal. But inside this thing is like an SD card full of you know games, about over five thousand five hundred games in there." A lot of them are games that I have not played in ages. Some of them I have never played before. And others that I've been dreaming of playing. But probably would never see the light of day. Because they're in Japan. So thank you (laughs) for that. And I'm finally... I mean literally there's there's so many absolutely insane games in here. Um, Remember I always talk about getting a chance to play Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Slam Masters? Well I got what I want and more. I got that i got the muscle duo i got the sega and super nintendo versions i also have slam masters 2 in here which i never got a chance to play and i finally got the chance to play it it's awesome um thank you brother i appreciate it in fact i'm actually this has actually influenced me or giving me the idea to do a retro review on this show from time to time. There's so much game content in here I, that'll last me for a long time. So that may actually happen in the near, in a very near future. So stay tuned for that as well, because you know we got to talk about our retros and we got to appreciate what was here before. So, um you know, thank you again, Pat, for that. But, folks, let's get into some news real quick. So, because. Um, I, there's a lot to talk about. There's some really interesting news, and there's some shocking news in the world of gaming. Let's start with some really good news. Uh, Nightwing for Mortal Kombat 11 has finally arrived. We got a chance to um, play him. Scared people because they didn't. He didn't release at 12 o'clock. He released at like 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that was a weird thing. But we finally got him. We also got with this pack for those who own the combat pack uh, the Sonya Blade original costume that came along with it so that's awesome but nightwing uh i play night uh, not uh, not wing nightwing um night um i said nightwing on the damn on my notes night wolf <laughs> forgive me wrong game that's injustice but Nightwolf, Nightwolf is actually the probably the best version of Nightwolf that i have had a chance to play uh, he's really evolved majorly. Uh, I feel like controlling him is a lot of fun, especially with the bow and arrow and uh, such. And, uh, he has a lot of different moves. I haven't gone through all the different moves. I haven't had a chance to edit them yet. I just play the, the default two versions of it, of them so far, but I love this version of Nightwolf. Uh, it's probably, like I said, it's probably the best. Um, I, <laughs> The funny thing is, here, I'm going to go way back with people uh, who grew up in the 80s. I don't know if you guys ever watched a cartoon called Brave Star. Brave Star was an awesome, awesome cartoon. It was uh, a Native American who, I believe he was Native American. I believe he was. Um, he was a Native American who just happened to be a sheriff in his futuristic, apocalyptic you know, world. But he inherited powers of spiritual animals. Uh, he had strength of a bear, speed of a puma. Uh, the lightness of a hawk I believe uh, he had a whole bunch of different ones using um, a certain totem power uh, some sorts and it allowed him to have these type of powers if you if, if you could think of a superhero that has it now uh, think about Vixen from DC uh, DC Comics but Bravestar was the first one I've ever seen had this and Nightwolf plays a lot like like how they envision Star. Almost like he's an, a a descendant of Brave Star in here, so I love that aspect. There's some moves in there that brings out spiritual animals. Now the thing is, when they, when you do those moves, when you do some of the moves like the hawk move, the hawk actually, if you do the hawk, is kind of a projectile move uh, that that comes out and it attacks. It takes a little bit of energy off. When you do the bear, I have no idea what that does. I don't know if it really. I didn't, it didn't seem like he did, uh, extra damage or anything in the actual, you know, in actual gameplay. I I don't know. I know he also has the, um, spirit of the wolf. Again, I don't know exactly what that does, but they, when you activate them, they do come out and you do have some type of a spiritual aura around you when you do. So you had that as, as far as his combos, uh, his combos is very easy. Like three button, three hit combos, just hitting Y and X, from there uh there is some other ones as well but they're very easy to pull off i mean all of the all of the combos in mortal kombat are really easy to point uh, pull off but these i believe are a little bit easier because it's just like yyy xxx you know you know and i'm of course i'm playing it from the nintendo switch and not the playstation 4 and but you get it it's it you know if it's playstation 4 it's triangle 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 or square 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 but you know it's very easy to pull off you could you know do some really cool things um he feels he feels very well balanced to me I uh, he doesn't feel heavy he doesn't feel light uh, I feel like you could uh, pull off a move very quickly and precise um, you know I I, I really enjoy him. I didn't think I was going to enjoy him because he's not really one of my favorite characters in the Mortal Kombat universe of all characters that they have but he's a he's a cherished. One, I could say that, you know, he has his moments with me, but I know there's a other huge fan base with him as well. So I like him. I thought they did a great job with him. His fatalities is stupid brutal, <laughs> as you would expect. But the first one, he chops somebody and, you know, he chops you in a, uh, and with an axe on a side and just, you know, pulls out your entire front body. You know, it's just, you know mutilates you in all best it's it's crazy the second one i like better because it's a little bit less brutal but he uh he actually summons the spirit of the he cracks he snaps your head and then he just summons the spirit of the actual uh bear to which the bear snaps you in half that pretty much it you know quick and easy so uh that one and i forgot about the first, the, uh, the other first one he like he plays axe throw with you and you know throws an axe right between your heart and splits it in half this is not for the weak of heart kids <laughs> or even parents who are listening to this as well so it, this is Mortal Kombat What you expect so but that is pretty much it with him I absolutely enjoy him I think they're gonna I really I think Sindel might be the next one to come out here I don't know um I want Spawn to come out so bad but I think they're gonna I think Ed Boon's gonna troll and drag him to the very end plus not to mention there are if you look if you go into I don't know if you go into your uh the PlayStation store or the Xbox Live store or whatever but if you go into the eShop and you go in and check out the uh dlcs there are 13 dlcs slots in there of uh people that we're expecting now this is the first pack so i'm assuming that there's going to be a second pack and that's uh, that's when i think i think we're going to get probably chronica uh we're going to probably get uh, sector and, and and uh i forgot the other one um and any other the cyborgs as well because they're all in the game as well and you can play them and fight them in a game so i there's no doubt that we're gonna get that and probably some other uh, crazy guests as well so i look i just want spawn that's all i want man i'm so deprived of playing spawn in a fighting game right now it ain't funny and and i know how ed boone is doing it and with tom mcfarlane probably monitoring everything about it oh man I I absolutely cannot wait it's just it's gonna be awesome so you know if you haven't got it yet go out of your way to check out uh, Mortal Kombat 11 I believe it's to me it's one of my favorite games this year bar none one of my favorite games this year Uh, definitely I believe one of the best fighting games this year I don't think there's another fighting game that's as good as this you know uh, at least for this year you know I know there's a lot of ongoing games right now but there's nothing that's competed with this and probably will not. There's just too much a lot of fighting games today should really look at what they did with that game and, you know, follow up and try to, you know, emulate some of the things that they've done right in here. The content. Now, the only thing, like I said, the only thing that I feel that's a big negative is the crypt mode. That's the only thing I really hate about that game. Um the crypt mode is because it's so connected to online access. Now granted The recent patches that they had for the game has fixed those stability uh, situations with the game. So I, I literally was on Crypt in Crypt mode for 45 minutes to an hour, and it did not crash at all. And that's a great thing because that thing used to crash every single maybe 15 20 minutes or if you start going up the uh, elevators or whatnot it would crash immediately and it no longer does that so they, they have fixed that majorly and i'm really you know i commend them and thank them for that but this the currency factor you know that part i do i do point out that in crit mode i noticed that a lot more chest Are used by regular currency and not by the souls or whatever like that so I think they are starting to balance that off as well through these new updates so I thought that was really cool because I have way too many way too much money in game currency at least and I got a ton of hearts that I can't use and I still don't know what the hell I'm gonna use those hearts for you know maybe I'll use them during you know tower of time when I'm trying to unlock certain things but there's no more like once you open up those chests you can't use those uh, hearts anymore. So I, I'm gathering so many hearts right now. I don't know what to do with them. So uh, we'll see. But overall, I'm still enjoying the game. I still love it. I love the story mode. I love the uh, arcade mode. The Tower of Time is still fairly fun. You know, all things considered. So, you know, if you haven't, you know, gotten Mortal Kombat you' loving man, go out of your way and check that out. Great. Just all over. Great. And not to mention, speaking of Chronica. played by jennifer hell who will be on stage with me in august 25th at the pennsylvania convention center for the voices of overwatch because she plays the role of ash as well if you're looking to check that out definitely come down to keystone comic con the weekend of the 23rd to the 25th if you're overwatch fan if you're a mortal Kombat fan you definitely want to, don't want to miss her, as well as Fred Tattashore, as well as Charlotte Chung, who also are the voices of Overwatch as well. And uh, come down and check us out. We're going to have a great time down there. Um, not to segue that, but by, by the way, this is the episode that we will have another question and a chance for somebody to win a three-day pass to Keystone Comic Con. So stay tuned. It could happen at any moment. So, But let's move on to some other actually shocking news we're going to switch the tone again on this one um i just read about this, this is really crazy uh read about this in an article on ign multiple sexual misconduct allegations were made in this year's evo 2019 jeez no wonder uh disney xd didn't pick it up <laughs> i'm sure it wasn't that for that reason but that's not good that's really not good um rec- according to ign devon Pearl Malia, I'm probably butchering that. Uh, Crawley openly confessed on Twitter of two separate occasions of violating the personal boundaries of two adults uh, through uninvited sexual content while intoxicated under the uh, effects of alcohol. So... Uh, that's an interesting thing that he came out himself to reveal that. That's a rare thing. I'm not going to commend these people. And it's unfortunately, it's multiple people I'm going to be talking about here. Um, I'm not going to commend them entirely. But considering what I've been through last year and in, in situations like this, not me in particular, but I've been involved in in sort of kind of investigations of situations like this of last year. And knowing that certain people that was in suspect, certain people, certain promoters within this area in the Delaware Valley area that was uh, in suspect of, you know, sexual misconduct and has not come forward. This is an actual kind of a breath of fresh air, so to speak, to see that somebody has committed something and they are confessing to it you know, or rather you confess or you defend, you're you're reacting to it. Because to me, silence just speaks volumes. It just always speaks volumes to me. Uh, again, as somebody who's been wrongfully accused of an arrest and arrested for it, I will not hesitate to speak and defend my name <laughs> and my integrity. Trust me when I tell you that. So, he goes on to say that there was never any retribution, but sexual assault doesn't just vanish from people's mind. Crawley wrote, especially from the minds of people who see me every week, who knew that every month something new popped up on the timeline where I, uh, remained unaffected. It could only go unaddressed for so long. Crawley announced that he will start a program for alcohol and behavioral therapy, uh, Though he admits this is no way, uh, this in no way will make up for anything. I know. Yet continuing to do nothing will uh, will do no one any good. And for that, for that I commend him, because what he did, he's taking responsibility for his actions. He doesn't know if he'll ever be forgiven, nor does he should care. But he. Sh- You know, he's making amends and doing something about it, which is far more than quite a few people that I know that has been accused or, you know, has allegations against him in situations like this and has not come forward. This I commend him for that. So um, not only that, upon that announcement of him going on Twitter for that, just hours after that, confession uh dragon ball fighters player dawn yahoshi hosey accused leah guilty and she spells guilty g-l-l-t-y leah guilty hayes unwanted sexual advances at a actual event and at the annual event of evo now, this is a twist because this is now a female who's being accused of sexual misconduct. Um, you know, we don't get to hear many of these, but this is one of those situations that it's like, yeah, it, it doesn't matter who it is. Wrong is wrong, you know, and you can't justify it just because you're a female or you're a male. It doesn't matter. There's no justification. If you are doing something that makes people feel uncomfortable, you have to stop. And if they address it, you have to stop. If you've done it, and you haven't, you need to own up to it. That's just plain and simple. Honestly, I respect those who own up to it like Crawley did. I respect him a hell of a lot better than somebody who's trying to hide away from it. That, to me, is when I'm like, nah, homie, <laughs> you, you know, you, you're not you're not helping yourself any, anymore by just running, running off and just keeping things running and keeping things moving. That, to me, is just wrong. You know, you have no no consideration for those you affected and to what effects you never know that they had. that 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 just could be so damaging to somebody so and in light of that announcement Hayes admitted to having made mistakes with boundaries uh and because of that uh other big gaming events such as combo breaker has announced that uh Leah Hayes will be banned and barred from appearing at the event on the collected uh, after based upon the collected information they gather okay here's where I give combo breaker credit here because combo breaker did something now I think everybody should do before they start making decisions and that is do your homework I'm telling you all last year upon allegations of again said um, con promoter in a Delaware Valley area we did our homework i did my homework other people did our homework and by doing so and finding out everything and talking to the people you know the right people and going to the sources of everybody and getting transcripts and and statements from the victims i mean this wasn't just something like say here he say she say this was it was a lot of deep and talking to other editors who were also investigating this situation as well we came to the conclusion of this Uh, connecting ourselves to said person and therefore not having to work with him and 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 unfortunately the person is still out there doing his thing and unfortunately there are other people who are still advocating or working for him or using him as a meal ticket to you know get by because they feel like still he's a means to you know get over to get you know to get ahead this dude's stock has kind of dropped as a result of this whole entire thing, as it should have, um, because, again, he hasn't confessed or even stood up or even defended. He just hid. So to me, it's just like, you know, situations like this, if you admit to it, then, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good with you. But also to those who are you know taking responsibility to make sure that they get the right information, you got to do your homework. You can't just assume you can't just suspect that everything's going to happen the way that you want it need To be, or you want to imagine it, that is not true, or whatever like that. I've there are so many arguments about that. There's always constant arguments about people saying they didn't do it because I know him. There's a nice person, yeah, but you only know him because you only see him at said event, or you only know him from this. But you don't know. You've never lived with him. You never had to deal with him on a day to day basis. You know there are people who are met with people on a day to day basis that may know him, and that's who you need to seek. You, You know you need to seek those people. You need to seek information you need to have some type of information that is just enough to say like okay I heard too much and it's all weighing on one side and therefore I have we have to make a decision. And that's what combo breaker apparently seems like they did here. Uh, so you know Pun they said upon a collected you know information they gathered they're banning. You know and not to mention she did come out and say that she did. You know she does do stuff like that. So that doesn't help her case either. Uh, then we have Arizona Weintrope, um, who was accused of groping community members, uh, what is it? Community members, uh, Mazaku Tenchi, after be, uh, they awakened in a hotel without any idea of how they got there. That's kind of creepy and scary. Um, but this is a different case because Weintrope is defending the allegations on Twitter and promises to issue a statement once he contacts a lawyer. Trove stated to Twitter, I'm taking um, t- I'm talking to a lawyer and I'll be putting out a statement later today. Please don't think I'm ignoring this. I promise you I'm innocent. This is a case where you got somebody who instantly upon allegations is defending himself. Whether he did it or not, he's j- the, the natural reaction that I see here is that he jumped out and took action because he feels that he is innocent I did the same thing when I was accused of mistaken identity for a robbery I did not commit I immediately pleaded my name and in my case and defended my name that's not me I that's I don't do it and here I can tell you why I have all the proof I can tell you where I was during the time it was it doesn't make sense so you just based it off of the fact of what I was wearing that's it so Hopefully he will get out of this situation, but you know this is this, is, this is crazy. All of this, all of this is happening at this at at one of the most prestigious events, you know, of the year for gaming for esports. The, you know we got to chill off of that, man. People when they get too when people get too high and mighty, man, and you know you got to there has to be a way to try to humble yourself down on situations like this. And I know I know it's hard because you you're. You're getting more famous and you're getting, you know, more, you know, money or whatever like that and prestige. And, and, you know, it can really intoxicate you. You got to try to find a way to humble yourself and, you know, know that you're not invincible out here, all of us, no matter who we are. So, you know, who, who knows? We'll see what happens with this situation as, uh, things develop. But at the end of the day, (sighs) this is crazy at the end of the day honestly if you guys have done stuff and take note years ago decades ago we've done and probably said things in the past that are not really cool to do or say today I'm sure everybody's a proponent of something we just have to own up and evolve and educate ourselves and if we did something wrong that hurt somebody we need to step up and address it. And I... Honestly, I truly believe that when people do that... That you're more... There are more people to, that are willing to forgive you. If you're trying to own up to your own mistakes. Because we don't have enough of that. I, I, I'll give you an example too. Um, Keystone Comic Con. I won't mention any names here. And on Facebook... There was a gentleman who actually... You know, made a joke. Because the uh, actor who plays uh, Hodor... From uh, Game of Thrones... He uh he had to step down on his commitments to make dates and that's including Keystone Comic Con due to the fact that his mother was um you know scarcely ill and he wanted to attend to her and without any knowledge the gentleman actually made a funny remark and say no you know and made a remark thinking like you know this is lame this is crap you know i paid to want to see him and now he kind of stepped back without knowing exactly what was going on and we didn't within minutes we found out what really happened and is a situation is a family emergency that he had to attend to that he could not he had to step down understandably so normally on social media when somebody does that they tend to not say anything at all or keep quiet or delete the you know comment or whatever like that no my man my man i give him credit and if you're listening shout out to you you did. I thought what you did was awesome. I commend this dude for it because he kept the statement up, but below it he said, "Edit it." I was unaware of what was going on at the time. Now that I have more information on it, I do apologize for my comments, and you know I wish him well and the family well and thoughts and prayers or whatever. You know, or forever, something like that. Hashtag holder forever. And he left his mistake up there and followed it with a correction i've never seen anybody ever do that and ever in social media ever let alone facebook that was a hell of a thing to do and i hope that he's listening because he needs to hear that i've already committed him in writing on air and said that like it's one thing to admit that a person's wrong but to like you know it's one thing to you know make a mistake but it's another thing to address it in front of people online and let them know and bravely do it and it's like we need more of that we need more like him I had no problems with homie (laughs) when he did that I commended him you know gracefully and I do right now if he's listening dude you're awesome because we all make mistakes but to own up to it is a whole nother thing we need more of that you know we need to be a little bit more braver in this this day and age so with that said hats off to you brother Uh, so let's switch on to some other news here Let's talk some Shinmu Three. God, I, I can't wait to beat Landy's ass. <laughs> um, there is a pre-order bonus that is coming out for uh, Shinmu Three. That if you could get, you'll get three bottles of Snake uh, Power Elixir to re-energize, five thousand player tokens for the gambler, for the gambling area, advanced ability Blazing Kick. That's pretty cool because uh, I know you know when you play Shinmu. Much like you do to Yakuza games, you got to, you know, is RPG elements in there. So you have to, like, pretty much level up to get new or go, get to a certain stage in the game to learn a new move. So they're giving you one just off bat. So I think that's cool. 24 tickets that can be exchanged for in-game capsule toys. I guess that's one of those little mini game things. Uh, it's coming November 19th for the PlayStation 4 and PC. Best believe I'm going to get it. I, it. I have to get this game. I got to find out the conclusion of this whole entire thing but i do want to say this my thoughts on this after all these years yu suzuki the creator of virtual fighter and shin i'm not joking this needs to be better or just as good if not better than the yakuza games and i say that because he's been camping out for damn near over a decade or decades because he felt that he needed so much money to make shin 3 meanwhile there's been a ton of Shinmu clones we call yakuza out there that does the exact same thing so i don't know at this point not only does it do not only does the game play exactly alike the exact same way that shin does but it also it absolutely also looks a ton better like the graphics the the resolution the skin texture uh I mean, the frame rate, all that, looks a ton better than any of the Shenmue games. Of course, that was, like, Shimu 1 and 2 was in the Dreamcast. It was, like, decades ago or, you know, generations ago. But there's no excuse now. Like, there, there really is no excuse. Like, that, that game needs to look as great as uh, Yakuza, and it needs to play better, or if not just as good, as Yakuza. Otherwise, it's like, to me, it's a fail. Because, like, how much money did you really need when, you know, the people who created yakuza did exactly what you've been doing but did it you know better and probably with less budget so i i hope that this game rocks i hope we get a great definitive conclusion to this game i hope we finally get to see the fall of land D in this game um i you know i just i really i'm, I'm very much looking forward to it I, I just hope it meets expectations of the fans who played those two uh chapters way back during a uh the uh super i mean not the super nintendo the sega dreamcast days because it was a really great game is a it was a groundbreaking game is a really I, I don't know if it's really one of the it's a rev i would say it's a revolutionary open world game i don't know if it was the first but it was one of the one it definitely spawned and created the qte mode that is played now on everything so yu suzuki is one of the originators of that one as well so i'm looking forward to that okay we gotta get back to some crazy, crazy news involving esports here. Fortnite World Champ. The Fortnite World Champ that just won the $3 million, a little young kid, 16 year old, is the latest victim of being swatted while streaming online. 16 year old, $3 million winning world champion of Fortnite World Cup solos, Kyle Buga Gerdolf was the recent victim visited by the cops due to a false report which resulted in bugger leaving the live stream to explain to the armed police that he was being swatted swatted for those who don't know is a form of criminal harassment that consists of people making false accusations on someone only for a group of police or swat teams to surround your home now we just talked about this shooting going on in philadelphia and it, and it did involve a SWAT team. It involved a ton of different cops, especially because uh, of the people, of the uh, officers that were assaulted and shot. Fortunately, Buga or his family, uh, you know, was not being harmed during this entire situation due to one of the officers recognizing the 16 year old from the neighborhood. Thank goodness, because this type of idiotic pranking has uh, occurred before. Many times, if you watch TMZ, I mean, you've seen this, people doing it. I don't know who came up with this idea, but it's the dumbest idea and one of the most dangerous ideas that you could possibly come in. Like, you have to really hate somebody that much to do something that stupid. And then you have to be really stupid to do something like that. It's insane. So, I mean, celebrities are going through this, and it mostly does occur with celebrities, but... um, And that's including a 28-year-old, if I'm correct, uh, I believe a 28-year-old gamer who, uh, who, who, who got shot and killed because of a dispute over Call of Duty, and the person who was having a dispute decided to call the cops and swatted him, leading to his death. This is the dumbest thing ever. And we, God, just, I feel like when things have changed two years ago, it alluded to a whole bunch of other craziness it, it just really did and this is just one of them Ch- we need to chill out with that be- people you i mean there got it has to be a better way there has to be a better way of thinking i need a new generation of people of, of full thought thinkers you know of, of really good thinkers here we need to make we need to change the way we're doing a hell of a lot of things here so it, it it just it boggles me it really really boggles me here so luckily again he's fine he's okay um people need to stop hating they need to find another way to get through life without you know doing stupid things so i digress let's once again change up the final news that i have is The classic Nintendo game, Vice and Kung Fu Heroes, makes it to the Nintendo Online Classic. If you own a Nintendo Online, and again, you have the luxury of being able to play some of the old classic retro games, you get a chance to play Kung Fu Heroes. Kung Fu Heroes is one of my favorite games growing up, and it's just i guess the character design of the game the sprites of the game was really cool you got these big-headed you know um you know kung fu you know characters in here and it was just a lot of fun so i mean if you guys it's it's a 2d scrolling you know game uh nothing really complex it's you know just a nintendo era 8-bit era so it's very simplistic but for a nintendo game this thing really looked phenomenal vice is a game i never really played before but i am aware of you know it's an action game so those will be available uh coming soon it's coming august 21st because currently right now the newest games that they got was donkey kong 3 mighty bomb jack special <coughs> and wrecking <coughs> excuse me and wrecking crew mighty bomb jack is it was already in the, uh online library but they now have a special version i haven't played it yet i don't know what it was i don't know if it takes sometimes the specials If you guys don't know, like if you wanted to know what's in the uh, Nintendo Online uh, uh, subscription, there's something really cool that goes along with this. It's like, they'll come out with games like say Ninja Gaiden, Metroid, uh, Legend of Zelda. They'll come out with those games for people to play. But for those who don't want to go through the grind of some of these games, they they then release the special version. And the special version can be where you it takes you all the way to the last board or the last level for you to go and play. Like I played the last level of the original Ninja Gaiden. I've never gotten that far. Uh and I or is Ninja Gaiden 2. And I never gotten that far and I finally actually got a chance to get that far. I thought I actually beat that mode and only ugh, I hate that game. <laughs> I beat the what I thought was the main boss only to find out that He turns into something bigger, so I had to fight him again. And I had no energy or no weapons or anything like that. And I was just totally drained out. I'm like, son of a. (laughs) So, um, but it does allow you to, you know, stick to all that, but it also gives you you know, some extra power, too, from, you know, to help you along the way. It, it helps to try to make it easier for you to beat the game. So Mighty Bomb Jack has now a special, too. So I'm pretty sure it's taking you to the last level and give you some uh, elevation of some sort to help you beat the game as well. Uh, they have it for a lot of games in there. So I thought that was pretty cool. So if, like, you wanted to play these old-school classic games that you've played before and you never beat them before, and you don't want to go through the grind of playing the games again— they will help you out in this game and i think this that right there is pretty cool wrecking ball is a game i haven't played in a long time wrecking ball is a game i I loved but i didn't play all the time but when i had to it was one of those games i had to be in the mood to play but it is it's pretty much another rendition of the mario brothers it's like it, it that's all it pretty much was it was like a mario brothers clone like the original mario brothers Uh, Game, So it was kind of on that play. And a lot of people thought that it was another Mario and Luigi type of thing, but it's not. Um, Then Donkey Kong 3. I don't know why. Donkey Kong 3 is a guilty pleasure to me. It wasn't the best game ever. And I think mostly because it tried to, you know, it tried to push a brand new character. And I forgot that character's name. He's so forgettable. But Donkey Kong 3 involved Donkey Kong being in this like this flower shop or whatever like that and this new character that wasn't mario was using a bug spray to keep him at bay the entire time and as he's throwing stuff down or whatever like that and it just it was i thought the 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 game design of it was really fun that's what i thought but it just never caught fire like uh donkey kong and donkey kong jr did but I've always liked that. I, I thought it was a guilty pleasure. I, I've always had a um, fixation of wanting to play Donkey Kong 3. I think just because of the significance of the game and the fact that it didn't get that much heat from fans... And it just never it never came off. It never really uh, popped off. But I've always loved it. So it's out, on the, it's out on Nintendo Online right now, along with tons of other games. And they just keep adding on and adding on and adding on. So you guys can go out and enjoy that there. So, folks, that will do it. But before I do, it's time for our Keystone Comic-Con Quiz Question of the Week. Let's do this! The first one. I'll explain. But this question will be asked and upon the right answer... The first person who provides me the right answer with along with their legal name that's on their driver's license and or state or ID will win a three day pass to Keystone Comic Con coming August 23rd to the 25th at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. And you're going to have a great time. Trust me when I tell you so this week and first before I do that, I would like to congratulate uh, our first winner and that is Jacqueline Augusta. The uh De Fernando, if, please forgive me if I butchered that name, but uh, she won it first, and she won with the right, correct answer. And that question for last week was: name two games that Udon Entertainment artist Long Vo was involved in. And she got the correct, uh, she got the right answer, and that answer was Street Fighter Four. And Capcom Fighting Jam. Now he did more than those, but I just needed two. So she got the correct answer. She could also pick. and I believe she did pick uh, Street Fighter HD Remix as well, or, or the uh, Street Fighter Final Challenger. So all of those are correct. He was involved in uh, doing art for all of those as well. And uh, she got. She now will get a three-day pass. So congratulations to you, Jacqueline. And uh, get ready. You're g- going to have a great time. Hopefully, I get to see you at the con as well. So. if i see her even if you guys don't win i will have something for you because i'm also uh giving away free drink coasters with the with a really cool design for uh talk town live as well so you know a lot of you guys have seen it on facebook or in the facebook groups or whatever so if you see me walking around stop by say hi and uh i'll give i'll I'll pass one to you i'm spreading it out throughout the weekend because they're limited of 200 and that's it so only 200 people will be getting these coasters and that will be it so i will try to spread them out as much as possible i'll be at a certain location maybe and i'll let people know Uh, or i'll be at the panels and i'll give some out there as well so um just stay tuned for that and uh we're gonna have a great time but for this week we got a new question and this question is based on overwatch so pay attention pay really close attention to this as what i say In the award-winning, this is the question. In the award-winning, ongoing, first-person shooter game Overwatch, what is the real name of Overwatch character D.Va? Let me say that again. In the award-winning, ongoing FPS game Overwatch, what is the real name of Overwatch character D.Va? Now, I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a hint and help here. Because I got a, I got a nice amount of emails last week with people giving some wrong answers. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The internet is your best friend. There were some answers in here that was just so... It felt like they were some lazy uh, answers to the last week's question. And I'm like, you could tell they didn't look at the internet and research this for sure. But I want to give you guys a chance as much as possible to get this right. So check the internet. But also, I want to say to this question, when I say... The real name of overwatch character diva i'm not talking about actress charlotte chung that is not the answer that i'm looking for what is the real name of overwatch character diva the first person to give me that answer via email at info at v f i s a d with with the right answer and your legit legal name that is on your driver's license or state ID will win a three-day pass to Keystone Comic-Con. You will be announced possibly this week, if not next Monday. And I'll tell you why. Because this Sunday on Talk Time Live, the Prime Show, I will give the third and final question uh, for the chance to somebody to have the third and final pass. Now, remember, if you win you will not be eligible to win again. No relatives of mine or immediate family will be allowed to uh, be a part of this. We're going by the FCC rules in respect to that to make sure that it's an absolutely fair question. Uh, so, and please do not, if you're a friend, if you're listening to this right now, or if you know me from the Facebook group or the ACMG Facebook group or the Keystone uh, Comic Con group, do not, do not, inbox me do not message me if you have any questions regarding the show regarding the panels whatnot that's fine maybe if you have a question in regards to the contest rules that's fine or just address it you could address any questions to the contact any any questions to the contest you can address that On the Facebook groups, not on you know, because I want to make sure we have a fair winner. I don't need anybody trying to creep in, trying to you know. And I've had people do that all the time. Anytime I do a contest, that always happens. I'm telling you now, do not DM me anything about the contest. If you got a question, do so in public on on a Facebook groups. There's no reason to try to DM me for that. So I just feel like it's unethical to do so. So again, be the first to send me that answer with your legit legal name and you will win that prize and you will be announced this i'm going to announce you this week i'm just going to announce you this week so be ready be the first to do it uh by the end of this week so um or probably tomorrow is this is thursday probably maybe tomorrow and then uh i'll do it the third and final question on sunday into which i will have if i get the answer right on monday uh on that sunday By Monday, I will announce that winner as well, and we will be on our way. Those three will get their passes, and we're going to have a great time there, so definitely stay tuned for that. But for now, we're going to take a break, come back, and have our final stage review of NBA 2K Playground 2. We'll do that right after this. folks we are back with our final stage review and it is none other than nba 2k playground 2 possibly one of the most fun over-the-top sports games i have played in quite some time and i love wacky over-the-top sports games i've mentioned this many a times and this is no different but i think what they did with this game is take the formula from nba jam and Went with it so far and did so much with it. It is awesome. And I think it superseded it pretty much. And I'll probably say that again on this uh, review here. But... This is a much more polished arcade basketball game than the first. If you guys remember, they had, you know, this is the sequel. The first game came out. I thought it was okay, but, you know, many have found some glitches in there. I did have one problem with the original, and that was that it was a little bit too stiff in the difficulty level, especially when you're going in through the campaign mode. Uh, As much the farther you get, it kind of got a little bit worse, but, you know, hard to play. But um, certain modes, I just. didn't even bother playing this one i believe they fixed it they did a lot of work on this and really it's just much more polished than it was before um no need to give us a free game this time around and if you guys remember the last time that the the first one came out there was some like i said there were some glitches some bugs people found it wasn't at the ready like it was before and it wasn't owned by 2k games at the time it was its own entity i forgot the company who made it apart but 2k acquired it and added their 2K spin to it, and I think that's when things got better because 2K is our 2K games are veterans of this genre of gaming. They've been doing 2K games uh, for basketball and hockey and other sports for quite some time. So this is no different. And I think they they do I think they do much better on basketball than they do on wrestling or some of their other games that they've done. I, I don't do they do NFL. I forgot, but they do a lot of different games in there, but. And nba is where they shine and they it obviously it shows here they did it uh, a really great job here working on that so uh if you remember last time around when because of the glitches and everything that was going on in an unfinished version of it we got shack fu for free to those who owned the original game so we got a chance to get that version of the game uh last time around so uh i never did play the obama version of shack Fu. i gotta see if i could acquire that because i i always did want to play i heard it was pretty good but you know we got a chance to play it and there was no need for any incentives of apologies this time around because the game was just it's really well done um it's i really i really absolutely enjoyed this once again the game is a loving tribute to one of the all-time arcade classics nba jam and pretty much takes uh the baton and takes it so much further if you play the classic b-ball game series you will absolutely be comfortable with this game because there's a lot of elements like i said it's very formulaic to the original game of nba jam uh the roster this time has upgraded greatly to over 200 players uh you know from classic legendary uh NBA ballers like Larry Bird, Moses Malone, Will Chamberlain, Shaq, to today's hottest players out there, LeBron, uh, Kobe, St- uh, Stephen Curry, Kevin Durant, and many, many more. I mean, many, many more. It's, it's really a great roster here. Um, one of the biggest acquisitions in the roster is none other than the legendary man himself, Michael Jordan. I'm sorry. LeBron James is all that. But come on. Come on, man. <laughs> it's MJ it's always been it always will be you know MJ is like to basketball with Michael Jackson well and Prince was to music with unfortunately I hate to give him credit what Hulk Hogan was uh, f- screw him what Ric Flair was to <laughs> to wrestling you know it just goes on and on he's he's an icon an absolute icon in the game and I mean, there are many more games now to have him. But I remember there was a time where Jordan would not allow his person to be in every game. He damn sure, especially when it comes to NBA Jam, he was never in an NBA Jam game. I don't recall ever seeing him in an NBA Jam game ever. So to have him in this game is very special because now we get to play him. And he gets we get to see him do his not only his classic dunks but these really crazy over the top you know it will never happen in reality type dunks in here so it's really awesome and also get larry bird in here so now you got larry bird and michael jordan in here if you guys remember there was always a classic pairing and rivalry of the two you know you played the uh one-on-one uh, jordan versus bird i remember playing that on the genesis because back in the day I used to play that game as Betts, and I used to be really good in that game because I knew all the angles of where to hit a three-pointer, so I kind of, like, no matter whether I played as Jordan, I knew where to go, but playing Larry Burt was better because you always get the three-pointers, so you, it's always, you know, I always play the best. It's like, you always get the three-pointers, you, and I always know exactly the right timing of how to, you know, steal the ball and get it right, so it, it, it always worked out for me. And I always got I'd rather got some great money or some great items betting against friends, haha. So that was always one of my favorite games to play. And then also, um, I believe is uh, Celtics versus Bulls as well, or Lakers versus Celtics because they had John Stockton. And in the game, in the EA game of that, John Stockton was. St- stupid fast and he could steal the ball at any time so that was always my kick that was always my secret guy to play is john uh, john stockton that's always because i i became a fan of him instantly because of that game (laughs) Uh, but uh it's just awesome all the players can be unlocked earning enough baller bucks now there there is an in-game currency system is also micromanagement system as well but all of the players can be unlocked earning uh baller bucks to unlock them uh, or by using the Baller Bucks to randomly unlock them via the once again use of a stupid loot crate box. Again, this is 2K Games, and they're they're really advocates of this system. I'm not a fan of the loot crate box. They have it for all the games. They have it for uh, 2K for uh, WWE 2K. Not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. What? Why? I don't understand. Why can't you just earn? The money to get certain things that you want instead of randomly getting things that you may not want so like i think about this people and i know there's people still using the microtransaction and loot crate box thing i think it's the dumbest thing ever and if even stupider on us as fans for us to pay money pay actual money to get random stuff that and stuff that we probably don't want so i love the games that you can see the list of items that they want. I'll give you a great example of this. I believe one of the games... Injustice 2. Injustice 2 was one of the games that had it... When they started doing the uh, customization thing. They showed a list of different suits that you want. And you had to earn the money to get those suits. Plain and simple. That's all. That's all I want. Um, I think same with WWE 2K at one point. I think the, the, those games... If you wanted a certain suit or uh, item for your... For your actual, uh... You create a character or whatever, you could do it. But now they got these stupid loot crate boxes that... You you spend real money. You get it in. And I know this is not new, but I'm explaining it because it's just... Just the thought of it just... it, It boggles me. That this system is even here and we're reacting to this. But, you know, they have this loot box. You pay money. You get random stuff. And this is the problem here because not all of the packs like you could grind and get and raise money to get the baller bucks to unlock the characters which is like about two and i got jordan i got jordan and, and uh, granted the great thing about this particular game is that it, it is, it's while it's a grind to get the money to do it it's not they do give you a lot of money uh as you level up So you level up in the game, you know, using RPG elements. So once you start leveling up your experience, then when you get to the next level, you get about like 2,000, you know, uh, baller bucks, which does, you know, you've raised money a little faster than you expect. So it's not like you need to uh, have in-game currency, and it doesn't force you to have in-game currency, but just the idea of having it there, it annoys me. What you do need the um, loot boxes for, I mean the in-game currency for, is for the gear in the game because you have the option of adding gear to the uh to the characters like say stephen curry has a chef suit or such or you know or they got like exo uh cybernetic suits or whatever really crazy over-the-top wacky type of suit um you know gear that they could wear or just normal outdoor gear that they could wear but you can't get that ra- you you can only get that randomly through the packs that's the part that really pisses me off and i don't like that i don't like it at all i think that's a big negative and it forces you that's when it forces you to really have to get it as well as the other thing that forces you to do too is the editing one but we'll talk about it in a minute the court editing but uh you know getting unlocking the players is not as bad because they do kind of give you a fair amount of cash when you play through the game's season mode or you play the exhibition mode or the three-point mode or stuff like that so it's not entirely that bad there's also speaking of the modes let's talk about that um the season mode is much more user-friendly and player-friendly than last year's uh, than the last campaign which i do like um you know i played through the game many times if you play through the season mode playing certain uh characters that you uh rather unlocked or you you know you got to have two players to be able to play certain uh games and not all the teams are unlocked you have to rather unlock them through the game packs and have them and once you get two players you automatically that team will be automatically eligible to play through season mode so once you play through that mode then you can also unlock you know exclusive characters that they all have unlocked and to add on to that team so it's you know playing through the experience mode. You could play in any difficulty level, easy to a more, more challenging difficulty level, which is great because you know everybody has their own comfort, uh, comfortable comfortable uh, comfortable experience that they want to play through. So I like that instead of last last game where it was just it got from easy to hard. You weren't able to unlock certain stages and all the stuff because it was just so borderline. Difficult to play through, and they therefore the experience is just like, all right, I'm just putting this to the side. But now, much easier to play, much more fun to play. Um, you got once again, you're allowed to play as a two on two black court ball with a twist of supernatural moves t- uh, to create <laughs> extremely epic shots and dunks. You play through the season while leveling up the, uh, the selected players as you progress with the pl- uh, players. You will become stronger, faster, and it'll be, you have the opportunity to pull off some crazy moves as well as being able to steal the ball easier from the opponent and uh, be able to do some uh, passing and all that stuff and really just great, awesome things. So you do see the progress in the game once you play through. Even Jordan has to go through the grind of leveling up as well. But once you level up, it's Jordan as always. You can do three pointers everywhere, he can do uh, dunks wherever he can. He's fast, he can, you know, he, he will be Jordan from that point as well as everybody and I believe certain characters do have their signature moves like if you're Larry Bird once you level up to like gold status or even diamond status and diamond status you get basically if you meet all of the challenges that you have you get a diamond status if you get all the challenges for said character you will reach diamond status and there your your stats will go up even more so I haven't gone through that yet to see but I'm you can easily reach goal status with all the characters and make them very much playable and and more uh, of a stronger athlete in the game so there's also uh playground championships which is an online mode as well uh, and here you have in uh, my favorite the uh, the best edition of this game is the head-to-head three-point uh, mode which you play a three-point you know uh, half court type of thing like you do in all-star games it's really cool I love it uh it, and it helps you really f- learn how to do three pointers in this game because to do it to um, take a shot or do a three point it has the meter and the meters are much easier to do this time they were that was one of the biggest problems of the last game was when you do the shoot meter or the dunk meter they give you a choice of how to do it and this time around you could feel that is much better it is way more polished than it was before. It is easy to pull off, even if you have a character that can't pull off a really good shot, like a three pointer or a three throw, like Shaq, has <laughs> been known to do. Like you have, there's you have no trouble pulling that off this time. So, uh, I really enjoy it. I also like the fact that they not only have like. Um, characters that play in one team they got the characters that play in multiple teams like Will Chamberlain played for the Lakers but he also played for the Sixers as well so they got a Sixers version they got a Lakers version I believe they also have um Scotty Pippen who also played for the Bulls but he also played for I forgot the other team that he played for as well so they got different versions of these characters playing in different uh, teams as well so I thought that was really awesome in the game so it really Plays tribute to the history of the NBA as well. Uh, the only thing I did wish they had was a slam dunk mode. I really wish that they would add that mode to it because if they're gonna go with the All Star game with three point mode, come on! Can you imagine the things you could pull off really cool that you played, you know, and get some type of a leveling up in a uh, ratings to how you dunked and how you did the, uh, the that mini game. That would have been so awesome in there. So uh, they also have uh the game's replay value which is also court editing mode which uh, pretty much allows you to create your own background um you know playground court in addition to the 10 all new playground courts that you have but you could come up and create some really 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 crazy outrageous looking courts out there with like different designs and whatnot in there you could change the um the uh the, the boards you could change the hoops you could change the black court as well now granted in order to do that again you have to you know pay actual money to go and get the loot crate and randomly get something that you may not want that's the only bad part now i did that once just to test it out but I got stuff that i didn't want some of it was like Christ- christmas themed and other things were just really weird and it's like okay they, they gotta find a better system that's one of the things like because I, I would absolutely like to actually enjoy editing a court but i want to really create a cool court so i got to fork over a ton of cash in it and it goes and of course if you go into the e-shop they ask for a lot of money for this so i don't think it's really worth doing all that play through the all new 10 courts that they have and enjoy that but and and also they have you can select a different type of uh basketball too so you could get you know different random style basketballs and all that stuff it's a cool concept but how they go about it is really shady and it's really iffy, so it's like, you charge, you pay $14.99, which is on sale right now for, I think it was originally $30, but they got a, I got a $14.99 right now, and uh, plus, actually less than that, because of the um, currency that I have from Nintendo, but it's just, they, you're going to wind up spending a lot more, and then I got to ask, is it worth it, you know, despite the fact that they give you a lot of content in this game, is it really worth it, because you wind up, without doing the math, if you don't if you refuse to do the math and don't prepare to do the math you're probably spending over a hundred dollars on one game that was like 30 bucks so think about that just use your critical thinking for a second on that um you also uh have the ability like i said i mentioned the gear and everything um but unfortunately there's some negatives to it and my only negatives to that is just you know the editing content right there i mean that's the, that's the one big thing that I think is a negative to this game is the whole entire ran, um, the randomly, you know, getting the microtransaction situation. That, that to me is just, that's a, eh. But thankfully, you don't have, it's not forcing you to go about that route. It's just saying, if you want to go extra with this game, with this really cool game, then you're going to have to fork over cash. I think that's just the wrong deal. I think they should have a season pass like everybody else. I think they should provide certain content that you can have I, I just think it's just it's really a cheap way of doing this process and allowing people to really truly enjoy what great things this game has and I think they dropped the ball on that point um, but the, the other thing that is kind of a negative and it's just it's not entirely a big deal but it's a noticeable nuisance is when you're backing out of certain modes the game tries to connect to the online server to refresh which can take a longer than a minute to do and that to me is one of the things but if you just folk you know take away those two negatives the game is a hell of a lot of fun if you don't you don't it allows you to enjoy the game without having to spend money and that's a relief but i do think that they dropped a ball in allowing you to enjoy the game in full so overall this game is a ton of fun for hardcore nba fans and casual fans alike. If you're if you're an old fan of the NBA Jam thing, this game is worth getting. Uh, I could definitely say that the gameplay is much more simplistic and relaxed than most basketball games out there. A really easy pick up and play game uh, to enjoy, as well as to cu- to customize as well uh, with your own feel. The huge roster, over the top presentation, and the option and the commentary is really good too. I gotta admit, I gotta say the commentary is also really good. If you like to listen to commentary in the game. Um, the game options make this a worthy successor of, a, of the beloved NBA Jam series. So, actually, it actually supersedes it. So, with that said, I give it actually a B plus. believe it or not. Despite the minor, you know, microtransaction systems and everything, if you cut that away, it's a really fun pick-up-and-play game with all of your favorite and legendary characters, and uh, you know, athletes in there from the past, present, and future. So... Go out of your way to check it out. It is actually on sale right now, I believe. I don't know how long it's on sale for on the eShop, but go out, of, go out of your way to check it out. It's worth it. It's much better than the first, and uh, I enjoyed it. If, and I'm not a basketball fan by, uh, fan by any stretch, but I am very familiar with a lot of the characters and, and a lot of the, um, the athletes in the game. And I just love wacky, over-the-top sports, as you know. So go out of your way to check it out; it's awesome, folks. That will do it for this edition of Select Start. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, this Sunday, I we're we're pretty much down. The summer's pretty much almost over. Back-to-school commercials are coming out. There's a lot of back-to-school sales coming. It's over. It's time to talk about the best blockbuster movies of the summer and maybe the worst too because there were some bad ones too so i don't need a crystal ball to probably predict which she was going to be but i'm gonna pick the top five best blockbuster movies of the summer that we got to enjoy because i got a lot i got to see a lot of um really cool movies um and probably ones that i didn't like either so we're gonna talk about i gotta really go back and research which ones uh that was but i think there was a game a uh, movie that i watched that i was just not happy with but I'll go back and talk about that. But that's going to be the talk topic of the week this week. So stay tuned for that. But also, we will be having our final uh, our final actual contest question for that week, too. And that's only because uh, Keystone Comic Con is next week. I won't even have a show next week. I, I possibly will have... Maybe a select star show, but if not, it'll probably it will probably be due to the fact that I am prepping things up for the panels at Keystone Comic-Con and I am getting ready in the whole entire weekend. I'm gonna be doing all things, everything, Keystone Comic-Con. So there will not be a show, a main show next week at all. Uh, cause Sunday I will be doing the Overwatch panel, which will be at 12.45. Now, the, the time has changed. It'll now be 12.45 to 1.45, um, talking with Fred uh, Tadishore, with Charlotte Chung, and uh, Jennifer Hale about all things overwatch so that panel is going to be happening Tom Holland's panel will be at 10 a.m. so best believe I'm going to be there for that as well he will be there also the entire day signing autographs and everything so stay tuned for all that and and much much more so um, there's going to be a lot of things going on that weekend in the city of Philadelphia this is the biggest event for fans of all things anime comics movies and games in the Delaware Valley not just Philadelphia in the Delaware Valley bar none uh, i'm looking forward to it i uh, again thank you to the people at repop they've been phenomenal phenomenal uh for talk time live here and myself and acmg um acmg is will never be represented <laughs> better than it is this year i don't know how we're going to top it again but i got a feeling we will so uh again thank them and all their help and all their hard work and everything going over there i know they're busting their asses over there uh talk to them on a normal basis and they are working their tails off to make a to have to try to supersede what they did last year so i'm looking forward to it uh but again this sunday stay tuned the last question will be announced we'll have a final question for you remember guys email me at info at VFISAD.com for the right answer with your legal legit name on a driver's license and state id Can't stress that enough. Um, First person to get it will be announced probably tomorrow, if not sometime this weekend, or if not just Monday, along with the other, um, you know, person who answers the final question. So stay tuned for that. And thank you all for listening to this show. Thank you again. Uh, If you want to listen to more episodes, including our exclusive interviews of some of the best and all all of our favorite fandoms, you can reach us on TalkTimeLive.com. Go to TalkTimeLive.com forward slash exclusives as well. And, you know, we will absolutely have some great interviews with some of the best in there. So stay tuned for that. You can also follow us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play and Podbean as well. So, folks, that will do it. On behalf of myself, this is Dak Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life and love all things, anime, comics, movies and games. This is ACMG presents Talk Time Live. I am out here. I will talk to you on Sunday. Take care.